Greetings, adventurers. Welcome to the Adventure Incorporated podcast. I am your dungeon master, Anthony Reed. This is episode 215. It is another in the Summit of Numerita story arc. Uh, it's drawing to a close, uh, but we're, we're not there yet. There's still some ground to cover, and I think you're going to like this episode. Some interesting ground to cover indeed. As always, if you are not a patron at patreon.com slash adventuring, well, then I'm not talking to you right now. Uh, well, I am talking to you, but I'm not speaking directly to you right now. This is just for our patrons. Patrons like Adam, Graydon, James, Kayla, Micah. Are you listening, patrons? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We super, super appreciate you supporting the show. Uh, especially, we understand that the, this can be difficult times for people. There's a lot going on. And you know what's great about you guys? All of our patrons, no change. Uh, in fact, our Patreon has gotten better. Uh, so thank you, thank you, thank you to all of you who uh, see value in this show, want to give a little bit of value back, and help support us to keep doing this thing uh, no matter what. So... Uh, you guys are great, and uh, everyone is great. And if you want to be a patron, you want to be great too, head over to patreon.com slash adventuring. That's how you do it. Let's get started. Nobles and farmers, knights and wenches, gather round. Gather round to hear a tale of excitement and mystery. Brave adventurers facing grave dangers. Keth, the fighter monk. Uh, a lighter subject. Uh, how's the, the whole corruption of the Iora Church going? On a lighter subject? Yeah. <laughs> Gebetto, the rogue. We're basically family. So do you want to admit to your family that all you want to do is learn how to read so that you can read pornos? (laughs) Genevera, the sorcerer. Oh my god, guys, it worked. The plan worked. High fives. Oh my goodness. Oh my god. We Um, should have a plan more often. Gillick, the warlock paladin. Also, I'm going to cast detect magic to see if any of them are magic. None of the gowns are magic. What the fuck? (laughs) Asher, the druid barbarian. With my nipples? Why am I, are my nipples not convincing? <laughs> Prepare yourselves, for this is the tale of Adventure Incorporated. Thank you, Your Majesty. Is Callus back in the room yet? Yes, Callus comes into the room uh, and takes a seat back at the end of the table again. Uh. Genevera looks at Asher and gives like a little thumbs up. Asher thumbs up back, not knowing why. <laughs> but like he's okay. confident. He's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah. What were we talking about? But mm. <laughs> yeah. Does Keth know of what happened transpired with Gen- Genevera and no. Callus? Okay, so he wouldn't. Hey, Keth. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, Genevera. She said the dress was good. I mean, it's. I don't care what she thinks, but like, yeah, it's, it's fucking. It's. It's. Guys, killer. everybody's yeah. looking at us. Thank you. It's great. But what? Oh, uh, th- thank you, Your <laughs> Majesty. Um. So, I think that the next thing we should do is is figure out what 
the next thing we should do is hey. like as <laughs> um there's a lot we kind of had a long list and um many pennies what do we think asher looks back at hoping to see a the minor illusion powerpoint <laughs> um oh that bit so well the two ones that come to my mind are pretty similar just in different parts of the world fix a you know fix a throne uh ishtara and brad and you know ember whatever uh and i do i do think that those are our two most important yeah because they both then also are tied to the fact that they will hopefully make one of our weapons uh more powerful and the high i meant like on top of that right yeah yeah yeah. i agree i think prioritizing getting these weapons which will in the end defeat gorm uh as, as empowered as we can and those are two of the avenues and my avenue is dunglaris but i think that's a separate issue from these right mine is um, as well Wait, so just so that we're all talking about the same thing here, uh, I we have been clear about solving the the problem in Emberfall mm-hmm. uh, for Gillick. What was the second problem that you were referring to, Genevera? In Emberfall? You said... Solve the throne and the other one. What was that other one? Because it sounds like you don't think it's yours, and Keth doesn't think it's his. Uh, Gillix, because once we figure out, that's the Emberfall. No, throne. no, no. I don't think anyone else is. Is I don't. We need to solve the Ishtara throne as well. That's not for weapons. That's for the. the but it's king. just in the area of also my weapon's purpose. Oh, and it's in the desert, and that's where Asher's yeah. purpose is. Yeah, I have to cleanse, un- unite the tribes. I'm. We'll figure it out. Asher takes a sip out of his of his cactus drink. It's water. He's sad. <laughs> it's just <laughs> cactus water. <laughs> He's Do like, we, I don't get this cactus drink those- thing at all. <laughs> I hate this. <laughs> I was just saying, I think those two things are most important because. They're under the umbrella of our Kingslayer. Yeah, they are agreed. And then she winces and looks at Evian, sad. Greywood says, <sighs> these things that you must do to empower yourselves. From what I gather, Gillick must cleanse the throne, as you said. That seems to... You you have a, some sort of working plan for that. We've also enlisted the help of the Seekers of the Shadow for this as well. Vaisong, Vaisong glances around the room. He doesn't make any motion towards you. You get the sense he's uneasy uh, with this group. <clears throat> he says, uh, that You, Gepetto, have already achieved this? Achieved the empowering of your weapon. Oh yes, uh, by by resolving the issues in Verena with the Cardoza clan. Ah, 
Yes, I think I may have received some reports about some of that resolution. And so anyway, um, you kept <laughs> mentioned that yours is tied uh, in this presentation. You mentioned something about yours as well. Yes, yes. Apologies. We didn't go uh, in depth onto what uh, we need to actually do with these. For my um, my weapon, the I'm sure a lot of you are aware that uh, the Ioran Church has been altered as of late. And the main culprit behind this is a, is a man named Dunglaris. He has corrupted the church. And in order for my weapon to uh, be empowered... I need to destroy him. <laughs> I think that it seems that this transition the church has gone through is something that started in Emberfall, but it has taken root strongly in Bradmont. There are two orders of Iora within Bradmont now. They run separate uh, temples to the god. There are... It is... It is... What once was a whisper is now a full-throated sea change in how that god is viewed among my people. I do not think you stopping one, even the head of that organization will do much to change that. And I don't know that my people would want you to. I think my uh, goals have kind of evolved into just stopping that one person and allowing whatever changes he's made to see themselves through. And if it thrives it thrives but my weapons uh, empowerment isn't dependent on the path of Iordan church then I should let it be known among my lands that if this Dunglaris is seen in Bradmont he is to be detained and brought to my dungeons so that you may speak with him that would be great he <laughs> He's super strong, powerful, and he has this pendant that makes him, as far as I know, although maybe not, indestructible. So he's just really strong and he has a lot of support. So tell your people to also be careful. But if he, they could just detain him, that would be great. Yes. Caleb narrows his eyes. He says, a, a pendant that makes him indestructible. Right? Right? Have you that's have you actually seen this? We tried him, right? We uh, uh looks to Gibetto and did we try I've, and steal it from him? I've or? touched it. You've touched a okay. you've touched the pendant. It exists. Asher giggles. What was it? I mean it <laughs> was it was on a gold it was on a silver chain around his neck. Um I used Mage Hand to try to move it, and I couldn't. So, and so I reached you out never with actually my hand. got into his clothing. You couldn't get past. You couldn't get close enough to him to get into his clothing. 
Right, uh, but I thought I grabbed it and was launched off him. You never got close enough to do that, to even grab anything. You were launched off, like, this far away from him. Oh, okay. Uh, for the folks at home, Anthony put his hands up. I got a little um, bit. Just a, just a little bit. <laughs> about this far apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put them about this far apart. I do not mean to be skeptical. It is just so... Uh, implausible. It's it, it's 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 borderline silly, uh, really, uh, to say that that uh, someone could have a trinket of such incredible power and have <laughs> nobody know about it. It sounds insane, right? Yeah, it sounds. Yeah, it sounds delusional. It sounds like something that someone would make up. Completely out of whole cloth, and yet it seems like here yeah. we are. <laughs> it it was a rumor that I I believed. I mean, I, he seemed real powerful, and then when we fought him, we couldn't get close to him. And you don't you don't. Uh, I hope it's not real. That would be great. Yeah. Uh, also, but pr- maybe if. You know, take precautions if it is real, then, you know. Real or not, the reputation of it is probably one of the main reasons people are following him and fear him so much. I mean, that blood, like that blood angel is why I fear him. I mean, the whole untouchable thing is like one thing, but the the gigantic blood angel that he summoned down to Yeah, that was crazy. Because literally... That's you can say, I'm thing. untouchable. Watch, here's a blood angel. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, again, real if mean he too. shows face in my lands, um, then he will, we will detain him in whatever way we can. And I should hope that the other awesome. kings around this table would do the same. Clyde nods uh, and they look to Genevera. Genevera looks at Callus. Callus stares at Genevera. Asher <laughs> understands the thumbs up now. Uh So Genevera just isn't sure what to do because she, because Callus was so insistent on it being like a, a win for her, and I know that was for her people, but Genevieve is unsure how far she wants that to like carry over, and so she's just gonna say, "You should have just taken me up on punching me in the face. I don't know what to do here." Callus uh, puts hey, her uh, her heads go. Victoria Callus has an announcement to make. Oh yeah, her hands just like <laughs> go up to her head. <laughs> she shakes her head, um, and she says, "I am taking back my throne from Genevera, who was so nice to liberate it from the Cardozan pretenders." Asher gasps, oh, that was- but. Performance, he, performance check for gasping. I rolled an eight. <laughs> performatively <gasps> gasps. And it's Obviously, performatively. <laughs> yeah, it's obvious <laughs> and obtrusive. Uh. <laughs> Wouldn't have what? it any other way. 
Um, Genevieve and her group <laughs> took back the throne and to maintain com- continuity, held it for a time until an agreement could be made that I could reclaim what belongs to me. And so I appreciate Genevieve's regency over the throne, but that time has ended. And now I will be retaking what is mine. And Genevera smiles awkwardly. Thank you, your majesty, for allowing us the opportunity to assist you in this way. That uh, doesn't really answer the question, (laughs) King Callus. If this Dunglaris comes to my lands, he is of no need or purpose or use to me. And therefore, I agree that we will detain him in whatever way we can and send word to Maghamara. Thank you, everybody, for that. That will uh, greatly assist us in in our, in our uh, process here. And can we <sighs> all feel- then kind of agree that if nobody has seen or heard him in any of y'all's kingdoms, that there's a chance he could be in Emberfall right now? Man... That would be serendipitous. What a convenient place for him to be. Guys, shut the fuck up. The better it sounds, the less likely Anthony is going to go with it. If oh, we yeah, trick he's definitely him. not there. Yeah. Then. <laughs> there is. We well, don't want him there. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. It would be I bad for. There. It would God, make it would us all terribly sad. We want to do only one thing and uh, not several things at once. It is It is certainly possible, as I said, the church seemed to be born out of Emberfall. But there is ample space for someone who is looking to do things nefarious to find room within Vedris and within uh, Perineth to do such things as well. There is very little oversight in Perineth. If you are able to avoid or negotiate with the lizard folk and the gnolls. But we will do what we can to help Keth succeed in his mission. Asher, what is it that you are looking to do and how can this council help you? Oh boy, Asher uh, scratches his head. Well, a um, little backstory. I was a part of a tribe, as you may have gathered. Um, <clears throat> essentially, the short story is that they were a tribe dedicated to just freedom and free will being part of the greater races. We were a collective of, of lost souls and, and people, and we did what we had to do to protect us as a unit. And slowly but surely... They all swore allegiance to Gorm Tintreach. So, and on top of that, not just my tribe, several other in the area. So, we either need to convince them to change, but they're either, they're most likely corrupted by something. Probably, um, maybe shadow magic, but last reports we had of them they were turning into draconic beings so potentially Gorm is just bending them to his will 
You are, this is the, the uh, uh, Lucius, the representative of the um, Notatia Collective speaks up. He says, you are speaking of the dragon spine, no? I believe so, yeah. Am I? We have had dealings with them as well, as they have come from the desert and tried to raid many of the places that we have kept our uh, our materials, our belongings, our libraries, what they are looking for, unsure. Uh, definitely recordings and writings of various magics within the land, but um, those uh, thugs have done that many times for our into our places. They've they come, they ransack, they steal, they kill, they murder, and they leave. But normally, they don't... Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's, it's great. But uh, normally, what they do, I'm sure, and what we used to do, was we did it when it was necessary. We wouldn't... We would... We were barbarians, don't get me wrong, but when we needed supplies, we would take them if we didn't already have them. Do they go into have your... Have you ever met... Do they go into your places and take things of like magic and note and writing we hate that stuff all all spoken word man that is what they take typically our books and scrolls and those uh, recordings of the arcane yeah well we didn't always do that we are now well they are now frankly i i'm they're my tribe but honestly I'm probably the real last member of the tribe. There's no more Noku. There's the dragon spine. Elatrix says, it seems that they have presented a power base for Gorm that we would want to undercut anyway. Yeah. And frankly, it could be a shadowy, corruptive issue because everything is at this point. But I have a feeling it's more just Gorm kind of promising them power and handing them a leash and them thinking that's how they secure their safety in the world. So what can you offer them? What can we offer them? Well, uh, we don't do kings. Sorry, everyone. Uh, but we do show power and we do need we do what we do to protect each other so we either convince them or crush those who are in our way at least that's my first thought i don't know if an army really is necessary more of a there's a few head people there if i if we take them out and show like you know fun barbaric combat man that sounds great uh that we could potentially either convince them and if we can't then we know that you need to ugh, get rid of them. Our resources in Bradmont are stretched thin, but perhaps if we can garner more support across the kingdoms, then there would be room to help with something like that. Well, uh, and on top of that, it's there, I believe, or at least... Potentially. They were working with the same druids that were working with the orcs. And the druids, I believe, uh, well, the orcs are disbanded and so on and so forth. But the druids aren't really allied with Gorm, but they are definitely helping him, whether or not they believe it. Hmm. 
And you, Genevera? Yeah? What is it that we can do to help you empower this weapon that you hold? Mm. So, here's the thing. She looks at Iron Shaper. And she says, so... <laughs> yeah, I just imagine you eating popcorn at this time. Hold on. <laughs> she was very stressed about I this get thing it. with Callus. And she needs... So- like, her blood sugar was dro- was dropping. stressed. Um, <laughs> so here's the thing. Um, my purpose, I guess is to cleanse the black dragons of the corruption in their blood. Now, I've been working with Evian, uh, with High King Evian, with her great majesty. She just puts up a hand. Uh, I've been working with Evian on this, and um, it seems that the same, you know, with the corruption that we've been dealing with with everything else, it's like... Almost impossible to separate. We we don't we just don't know yet how to separate this corruption from anything. Um, and I'm not about to kill all of the black dragons. Um, so if anyone has any ideas on that, or also I gave this weapon like a different purpose when it started and then completed it immediately. So I don't know if you want to just like call it that, and maybe my weapon can upgrade right now. I I don't decide. The purpose of the weapon. A, you gave the weapon a purpose, and then it shifted, and I don't really know how that even works. I'm either. Uh, I, but like here, because also here's bear in mind, an I didn't make this one. I mean, I did, but I didn't. Right. Uh, right. And uh, so I'm really not sure how this all went down. Um, so, I, as far as that's concerned, I, I can't help you with that. So I have to do the this one. I mean, I yeah, presumably. Okay, I just thought maybe because like I I already I found out an Anne. Out an Anne waves. <laughs> she waves back. Elatrix. Uh, I thought I would try. Elatrix is staring at um, the magic man, and he says, "Do the uh, celestial contingent among us have any?" input on this the magic man turns to look at you Genevera with like this is he has been here the whole time he has been listening the whole time but he has not been had attention drawn to him and he's been Mm -hmm. real happy with that he looks to you sort of uh, terrified if you we can talk about it later if you want I just do not know how much help I can be here. My understanding is that the dragons pull this from their connection to the slumbering one. Is that not true? Yes. If it is the slumbering one that passes this corruption on, it seems like it would be difficult to uh, fix that corruption if it is on him. That would right. solve a lot of problems. 
Yeah, no, we, I mean, that's really our main goal, right? Like, we would love, like, we're stopping Gorm, but we would love extra to be able to clear Herrix up as well. Hmm. Fundamentally, this is Elatrix again. This seems like it is tied not insignificantly to the pact. That these dragons are bound to their master. And that their master pushes their corruption back into them. But without the freedom to fix that, to interfere, there is nothing they can do. Would that be accurate? Is there a way to rework the pact? There or is like certainly a, a way to rework rework the pact. Yeah, but to a way where we don't have dragons running the uni- running the world. That is a harder question. I when you came back from divination some time ago now. It was uh, a severe blow. I thought that we had discovered what would be our ultimate move against Gorm, our emergency, so to speak. But I am wondering now if there is room here for a different avenue. And I think I know who we can ask. If you have questions you would want to ask about the pact and about this particular issue, there is someone I could call in a favor on, but but I don't know that I'll get much out of them after I call this in. I mean, now seems like a good time, right? Well, who? Or is that not something you want to share? I am owed a favor by an angel of Virilian. Well, perfect. It is a bit of a a life debt situation. Uh, Something that I... Something that is a, a lasting tradition from before the uh, before the Fey left. My father, and he looks to Lanyer, he said, and Virilian had a strong relationship. It is why Virilian is often thought to be linked with the Fey. And they had a deal, one that predates the pact. That any agreement between a fae and one who is a descendant of Virilian is a binding deal. And it takes precedent over other agreements, both on the fae side and on the celestial side. This favor that I have, this is a favor that is... This interference can move beyond the, the restriction of the pact. Hmm. So I have been very careful 
to not call in such a favor. But if this is when you would like us to have this conversation, now is the time. It had always been my intent to use this entity to fuel the ritual to break the pact. As a member, or as Virilian is one of the elements needed to do such a thing. But as you mentioned, that did not go so well when I did it before. Well, I can't think of anything more important to learn than how to cleanse this stuff. I agree. I have a follow-up question, though. If he doesn't give us an answer, if he if his answer is I don't know is your then we're no worse well, off than our if he says i don't know is your deal done if he goes i will tell you everything i, don't I know. know it's nothing bye we're screwed any then we are worse no, for the way seems kind of bullshit i don't know well, electric. but i have to trust that this connection between my people and virilian is stronger than that. I've been I've been burned before asking questions. That's all. And I do not think this is a situation where we get one question. I think this is an opportunity for us to try and learn. Thank something. you, Anthont. I will do this if that is what you wish. Yeah. Y'all, I think I think that's yes. I vote yes. I also vote yes. I hereby invoke my debt from the Angel of Virilian. Oh, right now, Avoriel. <laughs> oh God! Step forward. Oh God! And answer our questions. Patrick Darkheart stands from the back of the room. <gasps> And no metal fucking way. burst from his what, back. Is everyone a secret angel? Jesus. <laughs> secret oh, this angel, so cool. <laughs> man. Remember his, in Divination, fucking... we saw that he was the <laughs> one that, that, my... that with the knife. The... Ah! His human form falls away. I'm so happy oh. I was nice to him. <laughs> <laughs> his, his human form falls away, and the uh, metal and clockwork... Uh, uh, creature with with the way, with giant wings co- forms up from that space. His face is like a wooden mask, hollow eyes and a hollow mouth, reminiscent of the uh, the mendicants that you saw. M- uh, most pointedly, the mendicant that you fought outside the Cave of Trials. Though it was probably not this one, there is definitely a familiarity. Uh, between these creatures. Uh, Asher takes out a coin and just, like, flips it a little bit, like, and sees where it lands on, like, the desk in front of him, or table in front of him. Yeah, like, uh, does the thing where it lands on its edge and it spins around a bunch, and then it just stops heads up. (laughs) Asher's new to this. He just, that's the one thing he knows. Do something with a coin, you're in the clear. (laughs) 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 
I am a Velium, child of joy. I thought his name was going to be Taco Bell. <laughs> Come on, Anthony. <laughs> I am Taco Bell, child of joy. <laughs> uh, hey, hey, Taco Bell, you got something on your shirt. Uh, and Gebetto uses mage hand to flick his nose when he looks down. <laughs> Virilian is pleased. Avelian, these many pennies who you have observed, you have interacted with, you have understood their needs. They have questions now, and they would wish for information. As is a part of our deal. And uh, the angel waits. Jibetto's just staring at Genevera. Um, Asher is staring at the <laughs> coin. How do we cleanse the shadow? How do we re. How do. <laughs> How do we rework the pact so that the dragons can't rise up but also aren't connected to the corruption in Herrix? Do, do, do question one first. Okay. How, how do we cleanse Shadow? If we knew a way to cleanse Shadow, we would cleanse Shadow. I have theories on how to cleanse Shadow, but I have never seen it done it is my estimation that all things are possible. And so if it is possible, then it must be possible in a way that we have simply not tried. I think that there is a place in this world for shadow, but there is a place in this world for shadow when it is harnessed, not a place in this world for shadow when it is unchecked. There are power structures in control of everything here. You have nominated a high king. You have had kings over men and dwarves and elves. You have had gods over angels. You have had high lords of the fae over fae. The only thing that you do not have is governance over the seeds of corruption. It is not shadow. That is the problem. It is the will to corrupt. That corruption is what must be destroyed. Our, um, Angel of Virilian, uh, do you, the Celestials and the Fae and the, uh, uh, the Celestial and the Fae are bound by the pact. I know that for sure. The Fae are, are not bound I'm by sorry. the pact. The Celestials are bound by the pact. The shadow yes. is not is also not bound by the pact, correct? This is sort of a... The pact was created by the Celestials to govern the Celestials. So, is there a... I guess... We talk about how all the time, think like, shadow was closed off from this world, and, and the Fae left, and everything was shut and closed. Um, what... It, how... Does the shadow seep through the crack that is the closed door to the shadow? It seems to me that they have found a way to do through, so through the astral plane. 
The Shadow Lord is not in the realm of shadow. The realm of shadow is empty of those entities. Many made their way to the realm of the Fed, where wars were fought. Those wars, as Lanier can attest, have ended, and the Shadow Lords were defeated, except it seems for one who was stuck between worlds in the astral plane, the realm of the of uh, the realm of Kaliesto, who stands before all. It is stuck there, and it is that way that it has seeped into the material plane, for the astral plane touches all things. Have you ever heard of any sort of, not not cleansing, but just manipulation of shadow, where you can push, I'm thinking of it as pushing from one vessel to another. Maybe that. Shadow magic itself is not inherently corrupt. The action that it does is very easy to push to corruption because it overwrites, it destroys and replaces. The magic itself is dangerous, but it is those who would use it forcefully that corrupt. The Shadow Lord, the one that remains, that is the last entity of corruption of Shadow. Shadow itself, there have been plenty of times that that magic was used to some success. Your Vaisan here undoubtedly could recount tales of Shadow's use in the olden days. I suspect, to answer Gebetto's question, and yours, that the, the thing we haven't tried, the spaces that exist to try and cleanse Shadow, probably include using Shadow with the other deep magics. To bring these magics together, into a single purpose. If that has ever been done, I do not know of it. Asher quietly just takes his the deck, like trying to act cool, just like puts the deck of Virilian's cards on the <laughs> the desk. Just, oh my god. Just thinking about he's not saying anything. It's there, but he's like, oh my god. It's like he's wearing a sweater over a Virilian team Virilian. Yeah, team Virilian. Like, like, please love like, me. Like, the sweater out a little bit. I would love to be your like <laughs> Am I your champion? Y N. I have a question. A kind of totally out of left field question. Is there an inherent lightness in magic? What do you mean? Like, I'm thinking what you just said, like, about bringing, you know, all the forms of magic together. I'm I'm thinking about how we have physical manifestations of six out of the seven uh, types of magic, schools of magic. Um, and if... If there was some sort of like, um, 
light i don't know i don't know how else to put it besides lightness or like not shadow in magic itself that if we could combine these like representations of the magic into some single thing almost in the like in the same way iron shaper has in the same way you just mentioned kind of um if it would be able to fight shadow I don't that know how, but I just... That would be something I have never seen before. <laughs> sure. It all... But in terms of magic and, and itself. I would not... <clears throat> the arcane magics are powerful. They are not quite the deep magics. But perhaps if they were all together, they could be. To think that such a solution would forego the arcane magics is probably short-sighted. Sure. Uh, sort of related question. Do, do the Celestials, or I guess more specifically Virilian, would they still feel any sort of connection? So, let me back up. Mad, the, the ley lines are closed. Are they somehow connected to the celestials, or is that just a certain thing here? And is they, if they are, is Virilian able to somehow get us a missing piece of magic that we need? The ley lines are connected here to Numenor, which is what I thought. Those of magic are the material plane is different than the other planes. Right, right, right. The celestial realm is steeped in celestial magic. Mm -hmm. That magic can do what other magics do, but it, can, but it is not using abjuration. Sure. It is deep magic. It works differently. As far as Virilian gathering a piece of the arcane, the arcane is not his purpose. But it would be a pretty good joke. I don't know who would find that fun. You know, honestly, most of his jokes I don't get. I'm not surprised. Whatever. <laughs> Celestial burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was some holy Burned heat. <laughs> by an angel. <laughs> uh, can, how can the ley lines be reopened after this? That is a great question for someone who is more connected to the arcane realms. Who can we talk to about that? Colliesto, if you have an in. <laughs> yeah. You might. I know a guy. My suspicion. The ley lines were created as with the material plane by the Titans. If it is not a Titan who touches this world to create a ley line, I don't know how else you would make them. I look over at Genevera and I'm like, Titan? Is this a thing I should know? So out of out of game, is this something that Gebetto would have Nope. Okay, so Genevera shrugs. 
This is the first time we've ever heard this is of the first time, Titans this forging This is the first time, quote unquote, all of you have heard about the Titans. Great. Fuck well, yeah. So, so we should not everyone. remember them. We do not remember the Titans. <laughs> cool. Uh, so uh, same bit. Genevera will say. I liked it. Um, <laughs> Titans? She pulls out a book and starts like furiously paging through it. Hmm. Much knowledge has been lost. I don't know if it's going to be in that book. It's not in any book I've ever read. (gasps) This is very old knowledge. It is shocking. It is gone from this world. Titans? Titans were the creators. They created the plagues. They were here before, before all, before everything, and they are gone. Not all of them. Yes, but they are mostly gone. What? Tibet? What? Jet? Tibeto? So... It is your secret to tell. Do you remember the Titans? Uh, I thought that was pretty good. I don't uh I don't want to like shake a a world view that you might have held uh but Caliesto Ka- <laughs> is not like the rest of the gods. Um Caliesto Ka- made this and Gibetto gestures around the room. Uh she she's uh, one of these titans uh, and she's the last one left and Gibetto like looks back at Patrick Genevieve Taco Bell uh, <laughs> I can't remember his angel name <laughs> fuck it's uh, Taco Bell Avelian Avelian that's what it was Avelian Taco Bellian <laughs> Taco Bellian air Taco Bellian <laughs> even so the Titans left their mark, and they left behind a sentry to watch. But she does not take to creation like she used to. If there are any who could reopen the lines, it would be her. But I'm not sure that will ever happen. So, like how the Fae and the left our world, did the Titans do a similar thing to a broader, planar world? Did they leave? Did they die? Do do we know? We don't. That is lost to time. All we know is that they were here and that they aren't. So, how do we make the pact different, but not let the dragons run wild? What do you hope to change about the pact? We would like them to not be tied to Herrick. We would like the dragons to not be tied to Herrick so that we can cure them of corruption. And she kind of looks around for confirmation that that's like... I th- you do not need to change the pact 
to cut the dragon's connection to Helios. But you do need to be careful. If you cut the dragon's connection to Helios, there are ways that angels can be... And he glances at the magic man. Seven. There are ways that it can be done forcefully. But as you are now undoubtedly aware, doing so makes them no longer subject to our self-restriction. You can separate the dragons from Hades. But if you do, you must have something else you can bind them to. Some other way to control them. You can separate them from the corruption. But you do not want to lose control. Yeah, that's what you write. This does not require an alteration of pact. Well, that's it what we were hoping. It requires another source. Oh. It requires something to bind them to. Is there a way to influence the pact such that the Celestials will help us fight the Shadow? Without the greater races, and that there's no one to worship the Celestials anymore. In truth, I don't think there is anything in the pact that would stop the Celestials from fighting against the Shadow. Then why won't And I say, I mean specifically, the Shadow Lord, or creatures of Shadow. The Shadow Lord escapes their view. They are embedded in politics. And the Shadow Lord has found ways to hold on to the mortals in a way that cripples the Celestials. Then what does Virilian want? What does Virilian want of... We've talked to several entities representing celestial entities, and they all seem to seem to say that they don't want to help, but speak out of the other side of their mouth and say they will sometimes. What does Virilian want? Virilian's purpose in... The Divine Court is what it has always been. To keep the Divine Court strong. To keep the Divine Court whole. Virilian wishes to ensure that all of these his siblings remain together. Remain whole. Nothing has hurt my master more than the damage that was done by the fair to our brother. 
He understands why Herrick sleeps. But it pains him each and every day. He understands why Salas put the pact into place. But he resents it. He understands Mercus's lust for destruction. But he will never give in to it. He comes to our council from a place of empathy, a place of understanding. But his goal is as it always has been, to diffuse the tension that builds between the siblings, to keep them together. He is their bond. Without them, things devolve. It is why his sister gave him the power to dissolve the pact, which he will not do. In Anthony, just for clarification, his sister is Oleander, right? Salius. Salius. Okay. She wrote the pact. Got it. Cool. What about Oleander? You didn't. We don't hear a lot about them. Oleander does not care about this world anymore. That makes sense. Why does that make sense? I don't know. Gods just don't seem to think about the realm of us as anything other than inconsequential unless they're... Yeah, I... I definitely don't... She did once. She cared a great deal for this world once. I think the Shadow World broke her. Sorry, I don't mean to keep circling back to things, but you said that there's nothing keeping them from fighting Shadow. Does that does that mean they like so so when we spoke with some angels of Salius recently um, and she kind of like glances over at the magic man. Um, His head is slung. They wanted to, they want to raise Herrix. They want to wake Herrix, even though he, yeah. That's kind of why I said, yeah, I, I mean, I just don't feel like they care about us sometimes because that's well, the just, opposite of what's good for us. But I just, I wanted to know kind of why, like, if there's nothing keeping them from fighting Shadow, it, I, I get, just, I don't know, can you tell us more about, like, why they won't? Or why they... They can't stop the corruption. The corruption that has touched Hades. There is nothing that they can do about that corruption. He slumbers. They resent it. They wish for him to wake. Many believe he will be just fine if he does. But the important ones know. The important ones know he is not fine. And that what was done was done for the good of this world. They do not like that he slumbers. They like even less 
that it was Longyear who did it. Okay, so it's more of a power struggle between the angel, the gods and the fae than an actual... It's it's less about Herrix and more about... Spite. Power, yeah. As all things are. Sure, I just think it, it helps to understand some of the uh, motivation. And so sorry. Uh, when you mentioned combining all the magics together, and the, we did mention we don't have uh, transmutation. How can we get around that? Or did you already go over that? He looks at uh, It sounded like he was talking about the deep magics he was talking uh, yeah celestial magic and fey magic and shadow magic yeah and not, uh, not our not our magic right dinky. like not the magic that we're dinky used magic. to using right just but, when he said combine them it made me think of the fact that yeah that we had those but yeah me too I got... but he did okay. say that um, titans would be more connected to magic and also the secret we may have all just learned gestures vaguely at so we... so okay what's that so our tract so basically we don't know how to cleanse shadow but a tract we can pursue is combining celestial and fey the deep magics against it because that hasn't been tried that's that's how we're gonna go about this yeah you had mentioned Avelian at the very beginning of this conversation that you had theories on mm-hmm. how we might cleanse shadow we would perform think... those experiments I think there are many types of magic. And I think to combine my something that has never been done because of pride, because of hubris, because of how anathema they seem to be to one another. But I think it is a combination of those magics a reliance on a covering of each other's weaknesses, an overlapping of power that would be needed for such a thing. That nullification may be essential, but like all weapons, it may cut multiple ways and you may not, you may have to be careful about what you bring into this world. Okay. I don't know if those things try work, it. to be clear. But my theory is that all things are possible. Okay. So, Genevera in her journal has written Avelian's theories, colon, all things are possible, question mark. (laughs) Make a (laughs) way. Point two. 
Make a weapon that combines deep magics. <laughs> Throw everything at the wall at once. We have one deep magic, multiple deep magic representatives here. You from the Celestials and Lanier and Elatrix from the Fae. Would Lanier, what do you do? You know of anything like what he's talking about? They are talking about. Sorry, I know that I have never touched my. I have never brought my magic to bear yeah. with magic from the Celestials and with magic of the Shadow. That has never happened. He is right about that. Silurian? I... I cannot carry that name, Gebetto. That's your name. Not anymore. If it's all right with you, I'd like to still use him. This question... If it's all right with you, I'd prefer you did not. Can we call you the magic man? It's way less sad than the exiled one. I know that's what you said. Yeah, but I won't use that one. It just feels sad and sad. I think I think I could... I think it would be okay, okay. to be called the magic man. All right. In in your history, your relationship with Salius allowed you access to secrets. Is there something? that you have locked away in your current memories that might help us on this. Perhaps we could work with Lanier and Elatrix and Iron Shaper to try to create something that utilizes those powers. Uh, Vaisong, Help us from the shadow side? I would be willing to work on this with Lanyar, with Eltrix, and with your people, with the understanding that we will be even. This is a violation of pact. It will cause problems, but the deal the Master made with Lanyar supersedes this. There are accordances for this within the Pact that we will be relying on. It is a technicality that has not been used for a very long time. This will cause a stir. I need you to know that because I do not want you to unwittingly unleash trouble. As you are so, so good at wittingly unleashing trouble. 
Gibetta winks at the angel. Catch. Asher thumbs Catch up. Drugs. Uh, just kind of to the ether. He doesn't know what he's thumbs upping still, he's but he's doing like, <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> I learned this gesture. <laughs> Asher emotes. But about the pact, the magic man is not bound to the pact anymore. No, 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 no. So I don't know if that changes it. Like so I just think what? that so I think that his Im- <laughs> his involvement He's... doesn't affect like or risk our like uh, listen, whatever we do is gonna be inviting trouble. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that any one of us would be enough. Oh. Um I, I think maybe this is what you're getting to, Genevera, but He's of celestial magic, but not bound by the pact. If we're trying to mix magic, I don't think any one of us would be enough. Okay. I got. I got a personal question. Um. Just talking about Dunglar as he looks around. Um, Do you think he has this magical pendant that makes him invincible? I think the best tricks are rooted in a kernel of truth. Taco Bell. The best truths are rooted in a kernel of truth. Taco Bell the Angel. 2020. Taco Bellion. What is the corruption or force that binds the tribes in Ishtara? Because I don't know. You are right when you say that Gorm has leveraged them. Mm -hmm. But it is They were getting sick before Gorm took control. I remember. It is that sickness he leverages. They face the same corruptive force that is plaguing this world. If, if there is nothing else, then we can begin. But I would urge you to think hard about the dragons. There are options. I'm not going to kill all the black dragons. I would never, ever wish Oh, what, what were your options? Sorry, what were your options then? You must find a way to control them. Oh, right. Something safe to bind them to. A magic strong enough to take control and hold control. But separate from where they draw their power now. Do you have any suggestions on who I could ask for that? I mean, we've got pretty much the best minds in Numerita in this room. So I don't know. 
I can tell you where I would look if I were you. Please. It causes me no end of pain to do so. So know that I do this, Jennifer, because I like you. Jennifer, like, like whew. Good. Thumbs up learned, again. <laughs> I've come to grow fond of the fight. We love you, Pat, uh, Avelian. <laughs> he looks at Lanyar. <laughs> and then he leaves. Is, like, Patrick Darkheart just gone? Yes. Yeah, his okay. fucking Patrick suit is on the goddamn floor. <laughs> he unzipped like, his goddamn skin. self and just is a robot. <laughs> Hey everyone, just a couple quick reminders. If you like the show, don't forget to tell your friends. And you can head over to patreon.com slash adventureinc and become a patron as well. You can also head to our website, adventureinkpod.com, for links to our social media and the store where you can find t-shirts, stickers, and more. That's all. We'll see you next week.